Hey folks, welcome to our show, African Nomad Podcast. This is a monthly show committed in helping you rethink and redefine your idea of traveling and having adventure in your life, expanding your view, desire, interest, and pushing yourself to go out of your comfort zone. It's your boy Abdul, your host for the show. Welcome on board and let's get ready to take off. Today, we are going to receive one special guest I had the chance to meet here in Hungary. She's coming from a very beautiful country in the midst of the Asian continent, Kyrgyzstan. She speaks Kyrgyz, which is a mother tongue, English, Russian. She speaks a little bit of German. Hmm, let's see that. She's been living abroad for three years now. She did a lot of summer school and conferences in various countries. And you know what? She loves traveling. So my dear folks, my dear nomad, please welcome to our show, Aggie from Kyrgyzstan. Aggie, how are you doing? Hey. Hey. Uh, so hi, everyone. Hi, Actually, hi. Hi, hi, hello from Kyrgyzstan. Right now, hello I am uh, yeah. <laughs> I'm in the capital city, Bishkek. Okay. So, yeah, talking to you from here, from very far. Not very far, but still. How far is that from Europe? Uh, oh, I mean, so, ba- basically, Hungary, yeah, basically, if you take uh, if you take a plane, it's two hours from Budapest to Istanbul or Moscow. And from okay. there, it's five to six hours. Wow. That's pretty yeah, long. It's and how is the weather like that? The last two weeks were terrible because it was super cold, uh, okay. minus 12, minus 14. And My goodness. Yeah, like when you feel zero in Europe, it's nothing now for me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> because okay. here it's very, very cold. But today, uh, suddenly it's zero and you can feel this weather, like you can see the sun. And it's super okay. warm. So from today, maybe it will be uh, much warmer. But the last uh, weeks were cold. But it's normal for Kyrgyzstan because we are a very mountainous country. Mm-hmm. And the only thing that makes me sad is that um, by the time, uh, because of this global warming, we don't have enough okay. snow. And it's, oh, okay. it's not good. It's not a good sign. I see. I see. Yeah, yeah but um, I have a first question that comes to my mind. I think maybe a lot of people also think about that. We heard the name Kyrgyzstan, but I can just name many countries that end with Stan, but mm-hmm. we really don't know much about your country. So can you please tell us a little bit more about your country? What is Kyrgyzstan, please? Yeah. <laughs> Uh, when you say Kyrgyzstan, like people cannot really understand what is that, and people usually answer with Kazakhstan or Tajikistan. Yeah. Or so we have to like try to re- re- uh, explain what is Kyrgyzstan. So because we, we all, pronounce yes. it in a various ways, like Kyrgyzstan or Kyrgyzstan or Kyrgyzstan. Um, if we if we pronounce it. In our uh, language, it would be um, Kyrgyzstan. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, basically, it's one of the Stan Central Asian countries. 
And when I say Central Asia, I don't mean Asia as China or Japan or whatever, because that Asia is super different part of the world. Okay. <laughs> and uh, so if I say some facts about my country, it's super small. Um, it's, if I'm not mistaken, 180 something square uh, kilometers. Seriously? Uh, yeah. I mean, it's like a medium sized European country. But in, okay. in Central Asia, like comparing to Russia and uh, Kazakhstan, it's small. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, we are just 6 million people. Mm, yeah, as you already <laughs> said, we speak uh, Kyrgyz. This is our native language and Russian because we were part of Soviet Union in the past mm -hmm. for mm -hmm. many years. And now we are almost 30 years independent. Okay. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> But still, we feel so much pressure <laughs> from oh. different parts of, uh, like, from different neighbors, I would say. But let's not talk about politics these days, because it's yeah. very <laughs> harsh in my country. We, we didn't have oh, okay. a president for three months. And today are we are serious? having, yeah, we are having illegal, like, uh, illegal elections. So it's a bit, um, yeah, um, sensitive topic <laughs> yeah okay um kyrgyzstan is mountainous country because our the territory is like 80 more than 80 percent uh, of the territory uh, are the mountains and mm -hmm. we have when i say mountains it's real mountains because the third uh, world highest mountains are in my country yeah, and what else? We are very we are agricultural country. So, if you wanna have good and like uh, organic food, mm -hmm. you are welcome here. We don't have even this, you know, factories or farms where we could um, have. How to say that? Wow. But we where we could uh, produce, you know, mass. Uh, products you yeah, don't have them so basically for That's example cool. if you go to a bazaar if you know that word it's like market yeah. um, you can find everything and uh from local people but mm -hmm. fresh wow that's great yeah um, it's amazing what else we hmm. okay when i was when i was saying about uh difference between asia and central asia about my country i mm -hmm. meant that uh so basically kyrgyz people we are um we look like asians <laughs> but okay. our, so our race is uh mongolian race yeah, Mongolian okay. race, because mm -hmm. like many many years ago, when Chinggis Khan is a Chinggis Khan is a Mongolian, uh, let's say king. Okay. Uh, he was conquering all the lands, and uh, according to some of the myth, he was sending his warriors, and okay. the goal was to have more uh, Mongol people. Mm -hmm. So, you know, getting married with other women. <laughs> yeah. So I'm pretty sure this worked with us because originally Kyrgyz people, uh, we looked, uh, we had blo blonde hair and blue okay. eyes. 
And Whoa. yeah, okay. we didn't have dark skin. So now we look much more like Mongolians. If you see somebody from Mongolia and from Kyrgyzstan, I I think I cannot recognize that this person is um, Kyrgyz or, or from or Mongol. So, because, so it's all mixed now. Yeah, and we we look alike with Mongol people. Okay. Nice. Yeah. Um another thing is our religion is Islam. Okay. Uh but <laughs> again, something interesting okay. with our religion. Uh originally we were not Muslim people. We were Tengri. Uh Tengri means believing in a blue sky or nature or something like that. Wow, nice. Yeah. Uh and I think um uh, it was 15th century when Arab people started to be in these lands and they started to spread Islam. This is how we got uh, influenced by Islam. And now majority of uh, Kyrgyz population are Muslim people. Uh, but still, we are not super religious because of Soviet Union. When we were uh, in Soviet Union, uh, religion was prohibited. Oh really? Uh, yes. <laughs> uh, what kind of religions or just uh Islamic There was no religion? religion in Soviet Union. Okay. There was no religion because uh Soviet government they wanted to build this uh powerful union of um people and that uh there that there will be equality in everything and everything will be for free. And that is why you were kind of um you were stopped to spread your own reli- religion or your beliefs okay so for example my parents uh they uh, they were born in so- during soviet times okay and, and only now they started somehow follow some islam rules okay so it's very kind of tricky because uh, my country is uh, secular, so you can choose whatever you want, of course. Yeah, and nobody should come to you and say, I don't know, you should do this <laughs> or that. <laughs> yeah, definitely. definitely. And, and what's the emblem of your country? Something like that. Uh, you mean the flag or? Yeah. Um, it's red, red background, meaning blood. <laughs> Uh, I okay. think it's everywhere else, <laughs> and then um, sun um, mm-hmm. in the center with forty rays. Forty rays mean uh, forty tribes because Kyrgyz oh. uh, population. We um, so we ha- in in general in total we have forty tribes, and oh, okay. one very very famous in my country in our history uh, hero uh, his name is manas uh, okay, he manas. Uh, did a lot of effort in order to unite us like many years ago nice. thousand years ago so he's our f- uh, main hero and that is why we have streets named after manas our international bishkek airport is manas inter international airport um yeah, we have uh, villages uh, named Manas. I remember there was one case when Chinese people actually were uh, uh, 
having an argument with our government that saying that Manas was their hero. Oh, really? Yeah, and we were so pissed off because we know that he was Kyrgyz. <laughs> wow, that's that's yeah. that's crazy. <laughs> yeah, and actually, yeah, back back to the question about uh, the highest point in Kyrgyzstan. Yeah, uh, the name is uh, Peak Pabiade. Meaning, yeah, Pabeda is a victory peak. Okay. So the um, height is seven thousand four hundred thirty-nine meters. Wow. That's pretty high. Yeah, <laughs> because I I remember Everest was seven thousand, yeah. also five hundred something. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, that's pretty high. So you see, <laughs> <laughs> that's very close, actually. <laughs> Yeah, so we are kind of uh, proud about mountains. And also, you know, when I'm here, I feel like mm -hmm. mountains, they are very important to us because we feel that um, somehow we are protected. Because okay. they are very high. And if somebody will <laughs> attack us, not from the air, uh, okay. we can be saved <laughs> because we yeah. have mountains. <laughs> so it's, it's just like the Chinese wall, right? Exactly. Yeah, but this yeah. is the Kyrgyz wall. Yeah, natural. Kyrgyz natural wall. Yeah, <laughs> that's beautiful. I think I think on this line we we really had um, a glimpse of what is your beautiful country, and also when you make the the clear point on the fact that it's it's a little bit different from the Asian way, mostly the Central Asian um, country, yeah. right? Yeah, and also we because of language uh, because of official Russian language, people also make a lot of um, uh, doubts if we are Russian, but we are okay. not. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, just like for example, my country Ivory Coast, we are Ivorian, but we are not French because we're speaking mm. French. We are French, but we are not. We are mm -hmm. different, and we have also different tribes. So, yeah, mm -hmm. that takes me to um, another point. Um, so, you have this beautiful country. Where did the idea of traveling or leaving your country came into picture? Why did you start traveling? Okay, I'll be short. Mm -hmm. um, first of all, I always wanted to do it, but it was just some kind of dream somewhere okay. in my head. Um, okay. In 2012, somehow, luck luckily, fortunately, I joined uh, one organization named ISEC. Uh, I'm sure a lot of people um, know, know about this organization. Mm -hmm. um, and ISEC gave me a chance to try uh, my first, let's say, uh, travel tra traveling abroad. Okay. And I don't know, I just chose Europe because okay. I, I saw some pictures and it was beautiful architecture and I was like, why not? So it was 2013 January when I mm, took the flight to mm -hmm. Europe. And okay. from there, everything started. But where exactly did you go in Europe? I went to Poland. Okay. Uh, I stayed there for two months. First weeks, I was struggling. Everything was new and different and weird. 
But after two weeks, I realized that, okay, I want to travel more. I want to come back here. I want to go there and here. So this is how the... Uh, this is how it was the starting point. Okay. Okay. But then how did your family think about that? What did they think about that? Like leaving them, going abroad? What did they think mm, about? Back then I was 19 years old. Um, wow. Okay. Quite yeah. young for Kyrgyz mentality and Kyrgyz society. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and yeah. they were not against, but... Um, they were like, yeah, be careful, uh, you're still young and uh, you still don't know many things and stuff like that. But at the same time, they were also not really experienced, like my family members. They don't uh, really know what are the advantages and disadvantages. So they were okay. kind of open to this. Uh, okay. But when I came back, I started to travel in my country, within my country, and uh, I was trying to apply for summer summer schools abroad. And after some trips, they were kind of annoyed at the beginning <laughs> because I wasn't staying at home helping them, but I was traveling. But traveling doesn't mean just going somewhere and having fun. It means also de- your personal sure. development. So they mm-hmm. were not really understanding that part. And they were like why are you always traveling? You're not staying at home. Um, where do you get money? Why? Wh- what will you do yeah, there? Why is it that money. interesting? <laughs> yeah. Like, why, do you, why don't you want to stay here? And I was always replying that it's, it's much more interesting and it's uh, self-development. Okay. It's opening my eyes. But uh, yeah, they weren't really understanding. But at the same time, they were not against. Yeah. But then, then you mentioned a point. You said in a Kyrgyz uh, spirit, a young woman leaving a country is, is a different thing. So, yeah, coming to that point, you're a woman. And there's a lot of women in this world who would love to travel. But I could understand somehow that you are focusing mostly on a solo trip because you're, you're traveling as a solo trip woman, actually. So how, how does it feel to be a woman to do a solo trip mostly uh, with your background and everything, how does it feel? What is what is it to be uh, a solo trip woman, for example? Mm-hmm. Um, I would say that um, I don't have big experience on having uh, long solo trips. Mm-hmm. Uh, they are mostly short ones. Okay. Uh, but still, it is... I think it's challenging, especially when you when you are raised in a in a Kyrgyz mentality, saying that uh, women are mostly. I'm not talking about everyone, <laughs> but mm-hmm. mostly women are. Uh, they should stay at home. They should be silent and um, take care of the babies. Exactly. Yeah. Sometimes they don't even have their uh, own opinions. Okay. Uh, they should listen to first parents, then husband. So, mm, like traveling in um, former Soviet Union is, um, I think for me, it wasn't a big challenge because oh, okay. in these countries, they speak Russian. So the language, if you know the language, actually it makes everything much easier. 
because okay. I remember once I was traveling to Georgia. It's also a uh, former Soviet Union country, mm-hmm. and uh, it was I think one of the best trips. I was alone. I was young, but still I was open to everything and. Because some, not some, but uh, maybe 50% of Georgian people, they also speak Russian. I could easily communicate, ask the directions or something else. And when you know the language, maybe people are more uh, open to you and Mm -hmm. uh, you have more (laughs) uh, fortunate things happening to you. Oh, yeah. (laughs) So... Yeah, here I I can't really say that I was um, that it was very difficult for me or stressful. Mm-hmm. Uh, being in Europe, also uh, I was traveling alone, but uh, there I speak English, and in Europe a lot of people can speak English as well. Definitely. Yeah, once I was in Turkey, but again. Um, we our Kyrgyz language comes from Turk family language, so we can oh. understand each other. Not one hundred percent, but I yeah. can understand maybe forty percent if they speak uh, slow to you. So you try to communicate, and also in Turkey, uh, people when they hear Kyrgyzstan, they they are always smiling because we are their let's say little brothers. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> Interesting so, fact. Yeah, uh, but in general about this like being solo uh, female travel traveler mm-hmm. i i could say that uh it's very hard to start uh, again because of the mentality um, so maybe just i mean if you want this if you if you're sure about this you should go for that uh, nothing okay. should stop you because this is your life <laughs> this is not their life but were you not scared of what what the world is, for example, for women, like, for example, the danger of being alone on a trip? There's, were there any challenge that you faced during your trips, for example, as a female traveler? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, you know, um, mm-hmm. even now here in my country, in capital city, just going back home at night, it is already a challenge for me. <laughs> oh, yeah? Yes. Uh, I mean, yeah, because um, it's not uh, 100% safe. You never know. You never know um, what kind of people you might uh, meet on your way. Or mm-hmm. you order a taxi and taxi driver if he's fine or not. Okay. Uh, because there are many cases that you hear uh, in the new in the news. So I would say that the difference between like uh, coming home in your city and traveling mm-hmm. alone abroad, uh, it's not much. The difference. Oh, okay. Uh, going abroad is just you have to maybe plan everything. Uh, mm-hmm which is your flight, what time you should go there or here, uh, what you're having in your backpack, be, be careful with your money. Um, but um, these are very general and basic things. Uh, but of course, some things that you should be careful is 
uh, it works everywhere. It does. It uh, doesn't matter if you're uh, traveling to or from developing country or poor country or super rich country. It's I don't know things like maybe try not to <laughs> walk uh, at night or I don't know in dark places. You know because mm-hmm. it, uh, the dangerous. I think it's always somewhere there you just have to be more um careful definitely but these are very known things so yeah nothing special but yeah (laughs) interesting interesting but you you just mentioned um the fact that you need to plan well so as you like to travel how do you prepare your trip can you tell us a little bit how you prepare a simple trip, for example? Mm-hmm. Um, first of all, uh, you start choosing a country, right? Mm-hmm. Definitely. Uh, <laughs> uh, you have to have some, let's say, places that you have in your mind that you want to see or visit. This is how, mm-hmm. uh, I mean, for example, if you would like to see the sea, then you're definitely choosing one of the seaside countries. So for me, I think it uh, starts from the, not country, but from uh, maybe a specific spot or place or building or whatever. And then uh, after uh, after this, you choose the country. Uh, Then, of course, so I want to say that uh, I travel as a, backpacker so it's okay. um, uh, interesting thing it's not, it's not fancy trip when you spend 100 euro for one night at a hotel you know uh, i try to choose um, cheap uh, flights or buses uh, then i try to find uh, cheap uh, accommodation because mm-hmm. i for me personally i don't see the point of spending a lot of money for mm-hmm. just uh, having really super cool room because I'm going there not for the room, but okay. uh, to see the country or city or the seaside or forest or whatever, to explore the place, not not explore the room, <laughs> fancy room. Definitely. Yeah. Uh, so um, in many cases, my planning depends on the budget of uh, of my trip Uh, the Mm -hmm. flights uh, so the transportation the accommodation second thing um what else the weather (laughs) it's also important (laughs) because um because you unfortunately i wanna i wanna have this habit but so far i don't have and uh, maybe i should work on it that uh I mm-hmm. should try to enjoy my trip, uh, no matter the weather. But mm-hmm. so far, it doesn't work. For example, if it's uh, summertime and mm-hmm. I'm going somewhere like I don't know, Rome, let's say, when uh, when you have this beautiful historical city, when you want to walk around and mm-hmm. explore, and it's raining, 
So <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it disturbs me. So I don't know how to uh, how to work on it. Maybe I should have some tips for this <laughs> for the next yeah. time. <laughs> yeah. So Definitely. weather is important thing for me. One of the important things. And okay. another last thing uh, I think is the company. Either I'm mean? going there alone or with someone okay. else. Okay. And here comes the interesting part that uh, about this, like being solo uh, female travel a traveler. Mm-hmm. I I could say that uh, it's very hard to start uh, again because of the mentality. Um, Definitely. So maybe just I mean, if you want this. If you if you're sure about this, you should go for that. Uh, nothing okay. should stop you because this is your life. <laughs> this is not their life. It's, but were you not I mean, scared of what? So so you can uh, be a friend or somebody you just met, or how how did how does it go? Uh, for me, uh, mostly my friends. Okay. Yeah, and if the first. <laughs> uh, sorry. Do you want to test them? Do you want to try to see who they are and um, something like that? <laughs> uh, it's not like that. I want to test them. I just, uh, I just want to spend time with these people, right? So mm-hmm. I offer this trip. We go together, and after this trip, you already know what kind of person is he or she. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so um, yeah, it's. Um, and it's i think for our for your uh, listeners it's a good advice also about maybe your spouse or your future spouse if you want to know um this person a bit more you yeah. should go for the trip together but not something like going to i don't know turkey and uh, uh, uh having this super cool room and then swimming pool next <laughs> to the hotel no you should go for some backpacking tour <laughs> okay. when, when you have just airbnb or uh booking um hostel or whatever and you go around i don't know walk around and yeah. go to the seaside so it's actually good and i don't know i think there was famous writer that or I don't know, actor, I don't remember, who was saying mm-hmm. that, uh, you know, person, uh, f- you start to fully understand another person after your trip together. After your trip, all right. Something That's like good. that, yeah. <laughs> That's very interesting. I think for our audience, they also need to to put that into the bucket list and get ready for another experience with their friends. That can be something interesting, right? Yeah, yeah, definitely. <laughs> definitely. All right, so I think we are almost close to the end of our interview for oh, this so episode. Fast. But yeah, so fast, right? When the conversation is just like interesting and you have so many information you want to share with people and yeah, the time goes so fast, so fast. <laughs> but I have one key uh question that I would like to ask, maybe that will help also our audience. Um Traveling, you know, we are talking about traveling. So what does it really mean to you? Like mostly, can you just elaborate more about what does traveling means to you? What does adventure experiences out of your country mean to you? So that maybe some other people might be um, impacted by whatever you say. So what does it mean to you? 
Mm-hmm. Okay. Oh, uh, deep question. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Good one. <laughs> um, okay. Um, as I mentioned at the very beginning, everything started with Isaac. Yeah. And when I was uh, at the very beginning uh, at some meetings or conferences, these Isaac people were telling about exploring the world, exploring yourself, that it's so cool because you meet so many different people, so many uh, ne- different nationalities, you try different food, you you play a game, uh, you go out, you dance, you do this and that. So mm-hmm. in reality, everything what I said just now, it's true. Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> yes, this is what I'm getting now when I travel. This is real. Uh, this is real thing, and mm-hmm. I'm just um, I'm super happy that I could start this. I could go out of my comfort zone. I could yeah. tell myself, okay, I'm saving money for this trip. I want to go here, and I want to go there. I don't know alone at the very beginning, yeah. of course, uh, to know more people in that country to try their mm-hmm. food uh to see the how are they how they are developing or not developing to see some local things not something just from the tv you know yeah yeah and i am just i don't know i'm super super excited about each trip so every mm-hmm. time I'm like, wow, I'm going there and here. I know that I already know many things about this place uh, because I was checking on the internet. I was uh, maybe watching it on the TV or, or something like that. But in reality, it's, it feels super different. You go yeah. there and you just like, uh, you're just like a baby who receives yeah. everything. And you're like, wow, so this is how it works here. And you start learning new things. And out of this, um, I I love uh, that I can see and meet different people. I'm just... Uh, yeah, that's know? the most beautiful thing. Yeah, right? adding, adding to this topic, for example, mm-hmm. I moved from Hungary to Czech Republic half a year ago. Mm-hmm. And I realized that in uh, Prague, where I live now, there are a lot of Russian-speaking people from this former uh, wow. Soviet Union countries. Interesting, yeah. Yes, and I feel so much like at home, you know. I'm, yeah, definitely. Uh, I just feel like I need more uh, foreigners because I want to talk to different people. I don't know, different appearance, accent, hairstyle, um, yeah. any style. I don't know. I want to know their cultures. I want to try their, I don't know, empanadas or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> so this is what is missing right now in my life. And yeah, I'm just waiting when this borders will be open so I can travel at least to yeah, seek these things because now I'm missing it. So I I realized that uh, being a global citizen is an ability to be one of the, let's say, uh, to be a part of the society, no matter Mm -hmm. where you are. Mm 
Definitely. So this is this is what I'm doing, living abroad now, and this is yeah. what I wanna do. Uh, this is what this is what I wanna do in the future. Okay, being this a global citizen. Me, right? uh, you know this type of joy that um, I feel satisfied. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. <laughs> Well, that's great. That's great. I, I like I like the ending of this. Like being a global citizen, this should be um, your goal, right? This is this is the mindset, the mentality of how the world should be right now, right? Exactly. Maybe not right now, but in the in the future, because <laughs> it is a bit yeah. difficult. <laughs> but true, true. Uh, I just want to tell to everyone that you know, uh, most probably. Uh, there are so many people that are afraid to go out of comfort zone or they don't have um, possibilities or they were raised in that way and they think, no, but why do I need it? Like, I don't need it. It's fine for me, this life. But trust yeah. me, the world is so huge. It's so beautiful. It's so different. Yeah. It yeah. has many things to offer you. And this is how you truly start enjoying your life when you start to learn more and experience more yeah then you realize that your country is just a small place where you were born but there are so many <laughs> things out there to explore definitely <laughs> this is so beautiful <laughs> yeah definitely that's great that's great i really like the the mentality and uh also I think this is these are beautiful words that you can just spread around the world and uh, make it a beautiful place, right? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Definitely. All right, Aggie. Um, so I will just wrap up by just saying that, hey, fellow nomads, we today had Aggie on our first episode of Africa Nomad Postcats show. Hope you like this. And we actually talked about our country, Kyrgyzstan, which is in Central Asia. We talked about our traveling experience, how our family could actually bear this traveling experience. And she talked about um, the solo female traveler she is and what are the things that she did. And she could share her experience on how any person can plan and prepare his trip to any place. Hope you could make notes of everything she just said. And also, I would like to leave the floor to our guest to give a final word. Whatever you want to say, the floor is yours. Okay, thanks. <laughs> Actually, the time flies. It's, it was five-minute conversation. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I wasn't able to tell you everything. <laughs> True. You, yeah. This is right now if you if you forgot something that you want to come back on then just let us know you can just yeah. this is a uh just to come back uh one thing about my country is that the food is amazing yeah <laughs> yummy <laughs> this is what i wanted to add and okay. another thing to finish this um mm-hmm. you have to try this you have to try to travel uh mm-hmm. It does worth it. Mm-hmm. And I never met a person who regrets after having a trip or travel experience. Okay. So this is your life. You choose what to do. 
your decisions and nobody should stop you or control you from what you want to do or what you're dreaming to do. Yeah, so definitely. take this chance. Uh, we live once. So take everything what you want. Definitely. Just being responsible with your life. This is also important. <laughs> yeah, definitely. <laughs> Thank you for this word. Those are beautiful ones. Thank you so much, Aggie, for being our first guest. Come on. Yay. Yay. Thank you very much, too. <laughs> Right. I'm, I'm honored to be the first one. <laughs> yeah, the, we are all honored to have you as our first guest. And this is kind of a blessing. Oh, Thank you so much. I hope from now a lot of people will know about my country too. And oh. you're, by the way, you're welcome to come here because we have, I don't know, maybe I think now it's 70 <laughs> visa-free uh, countries. So. Uh-huh. In, it's an amazing country with amazing nature. So if you love food, nature, oh, and, yeah. uh, and people who are very hospitable, yeah. you should come yeah. here. Yeah, you know, you mentioned so many things, but I will just focus on three main things. First of all, food. Hey, I'm a big yeah. food. I love food. <laughs> yeah, nobody can stop me. So first thing, that's the food. Nature. I love climbing mountains and also in Budapest I try sometimes to go around the city and try to find a mountain to climb and something like that mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and at the people I love to discover new people new new cultures and I hope I would just have a lot a lot a lot from this country I can't wait open the borders yes. let them be free <laughs> let's go traveling yeah. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Thank you. Thank you so much. Yeah, thank you very much. Merci beaucoup. <laughs> yeah, l'interview est fini. The interview is Hey, my dear nomad. Hope you enjoyed listening to this episode. Please visit our website for more stories and experiences and adventures. And also please leave a comment or a review. That could be grateful. We love you, take care of yourself, and see you on the next episode of African Nomad Podcast.